Hello and welcome to the Farming Banker Podcast. My name is Jeremy Dutch. I'm the Farming Banker. I'm also a commercial lender for German American State Bank, specializing in the agriculture and real estate investment fields. Um, and I'm a part of our family's operation uh, located in Poplar Grove, Illinois. Uh, for those of you that listen to the podcast, for those of you who are just stumbling across this for the first time, be sure to visit uh, the Farming Banker podcast and select subscribe and follow uh, or follow. I am on three platforms. Uh, you can find this podcast at the Podbean app. You can find it on Apple Podcasts and you can also find it on the Spotify app as well. So make sure you go uh, follow that or subscribe to it so you do not miss another episode of the Farming Banker Podcast. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Farming Banker. You can get some relevant information around the uh, ag industry, banking industry, regulatory updates, things of that sort. And I also have a website by the name of farmingbanker.com. And on that website, you will find links to our family operation, to the bank, um, and then also to this uh, um, podcast as well. Uh, I just wanted to let you know, too, if you want to be on this uh, Farming Banker podcast, please shoot me an email. Um, love to have guests on here and, and share your story or, or highlight your business. So um, the email to get a hold of me at is jeremy at farmingbanker.com, and uh, we'll try to squeeze you in on the schedule. So thanks for listening in. I appreciate it. All right, so today is a special day. I um, uh, have got uh, two, two guests with me today. We're talking about this five-step system to protect your farm legacy and what it's all about and you know why we came up with it, how it's going to benefit uh, our farmers. But before we get into that, today is all about German-American State Bank. I've got two co-workers with me. I've got Mandy Ballard and Taylor Burns. So uh, why don't you guys do real quick, give me an introduction of yourselves, tell everybody where you're from, your specialty, that kind of thing. So Mandy, go ahead. All right, thank you. Well, I have been with German American State Bank now for about eight years. Um, I'm the vice president. I'm an ag and business banker. Um, I got into ag because I grew up on a dairy farm uh, just north of Cedarville. So uh, my parents are there milking about 70 registered brown Swiss cows. So uh, farming is near and dear to my heart for sure. I, um, I'm located in our Winnebago branch and I specialize in, in really just anything ag from dairies to grain to livestock. I, I do a little bit of everything. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're glad to have you, Mandy. Taylor, give us your details. Yeah, man. Uh, happy to be here. I grew up just outside of Dakota, Illinois. I've uh, been local my whole life. So, um, I, Currently, I'm an ag and commercial loan officer. Um, I'm specialized more on the renewable energy side, uh, in specific um, solar panels. Um, we have a, a very good client of ours that uh, that we work with. Um, so I focus a lot of bit, a lot of uh, on the renewable energy side, and um, and I've been with German American a little over a year now, about a year and a half, and I am in the German Valley branch. Sweet. Well, you're not a you're not a stranger to this podcast. You were on during the PPP. We call you Taylor PPPP Burns or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So you've been on here before. So uh, thanks, guys, for joining me. I really appreciate it. Um, so let's just dive right into this uh, five step system. So you know what? I guess you know. I guess try to answer a couple different questions. You know, what is the goal or idea of the process of the five steps? You know, really at the end of the day. You know, we focused on this as a team, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we've had a couple lenders meetings over this. 
I, I think the three of us have tried to refine it down to where it stands today. And, and maybe it's not 100% finished and it's going to be a fluid and evolving situation as, um, you know, as things change and evolve uh, throughout time. But, you know, the goal, I think, for us as lenders and the thing that we want to do is we want to be different, right? We want to bring something of value to the table, um, something that drives... Uh, you know, a good quality discussions, um, trusted advisor, put a network of people together that help, you know, farmers uh, grow, help them look at all the different, you know, aspects of their business that, that they have at risk or that they're doing well or that they could do better on. And so it's a nice format for us to just kind of run through a system and say, have you thought about these five things? And as it, you think about these five things, this is how it means to you, or this is what it means to your relation, your your um, your farm business, to your banking relationship, you know, relationship with your tax advisor, insurance person, all of that type of stuff. So, I, I think that's the goal of it, and and I think it it helps differentiate our team because I I think we have, you know, just a, a a really quality team. I mean, Mandy, you're an entrepreneur family. You know, you grew up in the uh, on the farm. I grew up on the farm. Taylor, you're in clean energy. You know, Kerry, our, our, our chief funding officer, has been in, in banking 30 plus years. Warren has been in, our president has been in a bunch of different, you know, types of companies. Been president of the banks, president of clean energy, renewable alternative energy. You know, and, and we're starting to even branch out in other areas by, you know, hiring Nathan into the CNI side. You know, and, and we're really branching out and we've got just a really good team. So I think we're trying to build something that matters and sticks, right? Yeah. Right. So... I guess I'm going to just go through, you know, five essential questions that, that you know, that kind of relate to this five-step system, um, and then we'll just maybe touch base a little bit more on these five questions. So, you know, I, I think at the top of all of this, we talk about, you know, we ask you five questions when we go through this, and, you know, the first question is, do you have a plan for the next generation? And so, um, you know, Mandy, you grow up uh, on a farm. I grew up on a farm. Why is that important? You know, succession planning is one of those things that it, it feels overwhelming, so people don't don't start thinking about it. But it, it is important. Um, my family's actually going through this right now, so um, it's all about when is the right time to bring the next generation in. What's the what's everybody's goals in this? Does everybody if everybody's not on the same page, it's it can certainly create a lot of problems and. Um, you know, while, while this is such a key issue, only about 15% of people have anything that even resembles a succession plan. Um, so if anybody doesn't have anything, you're certainly not, not alone, but it's important to think about just do, do we need to, like, for example, on my, uh, my family's dairy farm, do we need to milk more cows to be able to support another family? Um, do any of my other siblings want to, want to have a piece of this? And, and for my siblings that are, are involved, are one of them uh, more interested in one part of the farm than the other? So it's it is just so much of a focus on on just what everybody wants to get out of this and and how to set everything up, structure things so that everybody ends up a winner in the end. Yeah, and you know I guess I'll I'll give it just a quick example on our farm too and why this is important. Um, you know we've got uh, my father still involved, obviously involved. He's the one that's running it now. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm probably, you know, targeted as the next um, in line. Uh, and then my boys are my brother's kids or my sister's kids. And, and so we've always had a goal within Dutch Farms is that the farm always continues. And so I, I think that, 
you know, when we say, do you have a plan for the next generation? I think we want to know, like you said, Mandy, what's everybody's goal? You know, let's start with there because, you know, if we have an identified successor, what does that, you know, successor want? And if we don't, what is, you know, the person at the helm, what are they trying to get out of it? Is it a sale of the farm? Is it, you know, bringing a mentor in that, you know, potentially could buy it out from them? Or is it, you know, you just haven't identified a successor or you, I guess on the other flip side, you have uh, as Dutch Farms has. And how does that look? How does that transition look so that it's not only healthy for the farm, um, but it's also healthy for both parties that are being, you know, that are letting go and the other one that's coming on. So I think, you know, that it's a, I don't know if it's cliche to start with that question, but I think it's one of the most important questions as we sit with where we are today, because um, let's just face it, there, there's a lot of farmers right now that are getting up there in age, and there's a lot of, you know, there's not a heck of a lot of younger people entering into agriculture. So this is something that's, I think it's got to be really, really important. And so you'd think from a banking standpoint, we would start out with, okay, what's your cash flow? What's your debt levels and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, I think we really need to start off with, with is, you know, what's, would you have a plan for the next generation? Yes or no. And then we move from there. So, so then, you know, I guess from that point, we, we quickly transition in the bank side of thinking, right? And so we go to, um, so that was question number one. Question number two, I think that we focus on is, you know, can you weather the next storm? And so, you know, Mandy, I know you've got some, in some figures on, on things of that sort. So let's, Give a, just a quick overview of weathering the next storm. What do we mean by that? Yeah, well, you know, the USDA's got a lot of studies out there, but a recent one I've just seen is that there's been a 50% decrease in the net farm income um, between the years of 2013 and 2018. That's a big deal. Um, yeah. That means a, that's a lot of money to a lot of people, and the, the, definitely the people that we care about. So we're all about trying to figure out... Um, when, when prices are good, great, let's make sure we, we do things that, that make sense for, for the farm. Uh, you want to really make sure you're thinking about your land costs, your non-land costs, and your family living. And Jeremy, do you want to talk a little bit more about kind of what falls under those? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I think we want to we make it simple, right? We, we could throw a ton of things at people to think about, but if we start simple and then start getting into the details, and so the simplistic part of can you weather the next storm I think is broke out in those um, three areas. You know, what are your land costs? You know, so what's the average uh, land cost um, by the time you factor in what you pay for rent? Um, if you're leasing land, um, if you have any debt that's against land, um, you know, what are those, what, what is that compared to your peers and your farm size? Um, and then you can work through, you know, do I have too high a land cost? Is that, what, is that what's preventing me from weathering these, you know, challenge, challenging economic times if I see some in the future. And then in the non-land side of it, you know, it, we're really focused, you know, operationally on that. You know, what's our labor cost? What's, you know, our cost of production? What's um, our machinery cost? And so then you can start kind of benchmarking yourself against peers in that area and say, does it t cost too much for me to put a crop in? And then where am I over you know, on that side, or where, where am I doing really, really well um, on that? And then, you know, the final piece is, um, you know, the, the the family living. I mean, what, what did, financially, what do you need to draw out of the farm? And, and that's, an, uh, I think a lot of the times, you know, we focus a lot on land cost and operation cost, but, you know, where are we setting ourselves up to, to weather the storm um, by having a, a, a lower need to draw off the farm? 
And sometimes you can hedge that against you know having an off-farm income, but I think the two of them kind of are, are go, go hand in hand. Either you've got low living expenses or you have off-farm income. And so we want to address those three key areas um, if we do come into economic downturn. So Yeah, and I think some of the things to really think about are are where is where's your money going? Is it is it going are you investing in assets? Are you paying down debt? Or are you drawing off some of that? I mean these farmers are working really hard. You can certainly understand um, they deserve to be to, to celebrate a little bit too. Um, but it is it's really just a simple where where is the biggest area that, that your cash flow is going and you gotta be aware of that. Yep. Yep. So then I think this, this next bubble is probably my favorite um, to talk about. And uh, so we've, we've talked about, do you have a plan for the next generation? Can you weather the next storm? And so the next question we want to ask is, you know, do you have a specialty? You know, what, what makes you different amongst your peers? And I'll, I'll just give you a quick example um, as it relates to Dutch farms. You know, what makes us different is... Um, I've said it before on this podcast that, that we, we grow seed beans for Dairyland Seed. And so that's a specialty that we have because we get paid a premium to do so. Um, there's a lot of nuances that come along with doing that um, as far as seed treatments, when we can market the grain, um, you know, purities, you know, how we flush and, and keep everything pure. But we do get a uh, premium for doing so. And that's a specialty that we have. And so I think a lot of the things, especially as we grow in, in agriculture, uh, it has become more and more competitive and less and less farmers out there. I think you got to think about what is it that I can do that's different than somebody else. And, and we've heard a lot about, you know, people that are doing strip till with cover crops. We've talked about, um, you know, a little bit on, on Taylor, some of your expertise, you know, with the renewable, you know, energy um, some renewable natural gas deals on the dairy farms that are they're starting to become a little bit of a specialty for them. Uh, all these types of things, you know, I, I've heard, um, I met with a guy that's uh, actually growing rye and some specialty corn that's going to end up in, you know, some distillers, um, you know, for, for making whiskey. And so, it, it, realistically, when you think about it, the world's your oyster when it comes to a specialty. What are you set up to do that makes yourself different? If there's nothing there... Um, that may be okay, but if you're feeling like you just need to enter into that specialty market to make the margins you've talked about, Mandy, and the non-land costs and all that work, let, let's talk about it. Let's let's brainstorm and, and throw ideas out as to what uh, what that means, right? Yep. So, so that's kind of you know the 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 part of that that question there. Now the the next one is a loaded question, Taylor, and I'm glad that you're handling this. And so the the the. The five steps were at number four, and it's are you financially free? So, Taylor, tell us what that's about. Yeah, that's always uh, always the loaded question, and I'm yeah. really happy you put it on me. Thanks a lot. Well, you're Taylor it. PPP Burns, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, um, no, this is this is always a fun one, and when we when we think of financially free. Um, and what I failed to mention on, on the intro part of, of when we, we started the podcast is I have a, a good amount of underwriting background when it comes to credit um, and how we look at how to structure deals and, and that sort of thing. And when we, when we think of financially free, obviously everybody wants to be financially free in terms of having no debt. But again, there's always the conversation of there's good debt versus bad debt, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, when we think of financially free, we think of are you in a position at 
whatever point in time that if any opportunity is presented on the table to you, are you able to jump on that right away? Yeah. And what comes into that conversation is, okay, if I'm able to, let's say, purchase a 80-acre farm right across the street, yep. how is that going to affect my business? Now, obviously, it, you know, it, it'll be a great opportunity for you because it's right across the street. It's, it's close to you. You can, you know, if you need to check on crops or whatever, it's right across the street. But the other, the, the flip side of that is what is the opportunity cost if I'm not in that position to do that? Yeah. And again, you know, once we, there's certain benchmarks that we look at on an underwriting standpoint that if you don't hit those benchmarks, it's going to be tough to take advantage of those opportunities. And again, if, if you're not in that position, we have strategies and, you know, some, some other methods and tools that we can use to, to help you get to those those positions to so that you can jump on those opportunities. Yep. No, I, I think that's a great point too. You know, in the are you financially free, if you drive deeper, the questions we ask is what's the value of missed opportunities because you have too much debt? Right. Or, you know, I, on the flip side, I've I've had some conversations with, you know, some stronger customers that say you're not using your cash and liquidity to its maximum potential. Because it's just it's not being used to reinvest back into the farm, and so there's a healthy balance there, right, Taylor? And and, right. and so those 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 matrices help us get there for sure. Right, and and like I said, we we have tools that we can help you get there if if you need, you know, to to see some numbers on paper or whatever. I mean, that a lot of times that just helps, you know. Of course, everyone has numbers in their head twenty four seven, but when you really put put something on paper and you see how that's affecting your business. It can really change your 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 mind and, and how you um, how you run your business. Yep, yep. All right, so we're down to the last one. So let's just review real quick. And and I know I'm strategically saying some of this stuff just so that it <laughs> sticks in everybody's head that's listening here. So we're down to the fifth step in our five step system to protecting your farm's legacy. So we've talked about: Do you have a plan for the next generation? Can you weather the next storm? Do you have a specialty? Are you financially free? And then everybody's favorite here, number five, is how big of a partner is Uncle Sam? And so, you know, what do we really mean by that, right? I mean, that, and, and this is something that I don't think, you know, do people really think about? And, and it's, um, this, obviously, we're not tax accountants, and so we're not, we're not going to give, you know, a ton of tax advice out here, but there's some things that we really need to consider, or at least have you start to, you know, consider and, and start talking with your your tax advisor about. And that is, how big a partner is our Uncle Sam in your business? How much are you giving away in tax? What is that costing you? Versus, on the flip side, if you're not paying any tax at all, and your whole goal is to just, you know, reduce tax liability, what, what cost is that to you in the long term too, right? And so... I think in, in some ways, bankers and accountants are a little bit of an odds because we want you to show income. And so, you know, when you look at that and you say, okay, let's show a little bit of income or enough income that, that justifies the amount that we're requesting for in, in, in you know, in, in, financing, in financing needs here. And, and we all know that in the banking world, you know, some of the better the ratios and the you know, better the income, the better the rates, the better the terms. It's just less of a risk type scenario. So what, what we mean here when we say how big a partner is Uncle Sam, I think we're talking about 
you know, three different categories. One, how do we how do we balance, you know, showing enough income that that makes a banking relationship, you know, a, a viable one. Two, how do we pay enough tax so that we're we're investing in our future, whether it's social security, you know, things of that sort. And then three, how are we protecting the fact that we're not giving all the profit away? And and that's really the 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 basis of this kind of conversation is that. You know, we can't ignore all three of those categories because, you know, if you it just, I mean, we're almost diversifying here, right? I mean, we got to show a little bit of income to be, um, to be bankable. We probably should pay a little bit into Social Security so that we don't have the minimum when we're wanting to retire. Um, but we also don't want to give it all away. So how do we do that? And obviously, we don't have those answers being bankers, but we want you as a, a farming operation uh, to be thinking about that, and and if you haven't had somebody go through that exercise with you, that's the that's the fifth and last one that we just say, you know, have you thought about these things, right? Yep. Right. You got it. Yep. So, um, I'm just going to review one more time. I'm going to sound like a broken record, but our five step system to protecting your farm's legacy: Do you have a plan for the next generation? Can you weather the next storm? Do you have a specialty? Are you financially free? And how big a partner is Uncle Sam? Summarizes it, right? That's it. Now, what's cool about this is this is an exclusive thing to German American State Bank, right? Right. It is. Nobody else has this. So, and we're not going to just give it away. So you guys got to call us, talk to us if you want to be a part of this this program and what we bring to the table here. So, you know, if we've, if we've, you know, I guess in my mind, if we've, asked you some thought-provoking questions that you don't know the answer to, you should probably call one of the three of us, right? Mm -hmm. I agree. So if you're in German Valley, you should call Taylor. If you're in in the Winnebago area, you should call Mandy. And if you're in the Belvedere area, you should call me, right? That's right. All right, before we wrap this up, short and sweet, do you guys have anything else to add? Nope, I think I think we covered it. I feel like the five should I hit the five five points again. <laughs> <laughs> Can if you want. No, and and the only thing I'll add is is just this is really exciting times for us because again we're we're growing like crazy and and we have a lot of exciting things on the table and and this is just the beginning. So we got yeah. a lot of um, you know with you and your podcasts. Um, you know we've got. A couple webinars out there on, on YouTube that, that you can check out too that has a lot of a great information. So again, we're, we're just trying to specialize in, in helping you guys out and, and helping everybody in the area and because uh, that's what we do. You know, it's we're a community bank and, and that's what we do. We try to bring it back within the community and uh, like I said, a lot of exciting stuff and, and this is just the beginning. Yeah, yep. you definitely hit on a good point there, Taylor. Like we've been doing ag lending since 1907, so we're yeah. not... We're certainly not new to this, but we are trying to bring some new value. Yeah. Think about things a little bit unconventionally. Yep. Yeah. So uh, last thing I'm going to leave everybody with uh, before we close out here is just uh, how to get in touch with all of us, how to go learn about German American State Bank. So uh, we have a website, www.germanamericanstatebank.com. That's all spelled out, all one word. I know it's lengthy. Uh, but if you go to that website, uh, there's links to, um, if, if you go to the About Us, I believe, is the tab. And then you will, uh, when you click that, you'll be able to see um, how you get in touch with either Mandy, uh, Taylor, or myself. We're also on um, Facebook at German American State Bank. We're also on LinkedIn at German American State Bank. And we are now also on YouTube 
at German American State Bank where we also have some resources. We've put on uh, two virtual seminars. We've done some uh, uh, quick webinars on PPP, things of that sort. So there's some good educational resources there as well. So I thank you two um, for coming out to Belvedere. I know it's a little ways away, but uh, I appreciate you guys coming here, being on my podcast. And uh, for everybody listening, I hope you learned something. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.